0: Seltzer King's Podcasts. Hey listeners, before we get to your show, this is a blast from your past. Were you hanging around in the
1: 90s watching Nickelodeon before you got too old for it and started smoking weed and doing drugs? Well, then you should know us. This is Danny Tamborelli, and...
0: And this is Michael C. Morona. We're here to ask you to check out our podcast, The Adventures of Danny and Michael. And here's our on-air producer, Jeremy, to tell us what you'll be hearing.
1: You can hear things like minisodes, full episodes, nostalgia dumps, interviews with some of today's hottest comedians. That's right, Jeremy. All of those things and more. So check us out. The Adventures of Danny and Mike on the Seltzer Kings Network.
0: stock those dvds and grab yourself a white wine or even the cosmopolitan and settle in take it away boys welcome to
2: the brown show boys of podcast where three guys watch sex in the city and are now here to answer your questions
3: i'm Corey cavin my name's kevin james doyle my name is john sieber and uh we didn't mostly watch the series we fucking watched this we
2: watched the whole thing the the mostly is out of the tagline. I I am still working on what our final tagline will be, but we know this. The mostly is
3: gone.
1: Yeah. It's mostly mostly,
2: is completely gone.
1: See, you, know what we mostly
2: traded,
3: you know what we traded for mostly? When we started the pod, we traded our mostly and we got our final chip. We got that final episode and we handed it in to the podcast gods and we handed in our mostly and they handed us back tens of thousands
1: of fans. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you know what Pe- they handed you know what they handed me and hmm. I got to I got to be honest to the to the listener of the podcast. I woke up today with a with a bad case of whistle nose. Do you guys ever get whistle nose when you're breathing? Yeah, mm. sometimes. Yeah, sometimes, I don't like yeah. for some reason just today <laughs> I was in the kitchen. I was making a smoothie for, for lunch and Katie's like do you hear that whistling that's like going on? Is there something wrong with the refrigerator? And I was like, oh, no, it's just my uh, that's just my breathing today. My nose is uh, letting off a high pitch whistle. So if you hear it while you're listening Wait. to the podcast, forgive me. But it lasts all day with you.
2: Like yeah, mine will be like, like 10 stop. minutes and then I just I will just, you know, get some tissue and just really get in there and get get rid of the whistle.
1: Maybe that's what I need to do. I don't. I, I don't know. So I just need to put that out there. Corey and I got COVID tests this
3: weekend, and uh, and <laughs> just thinking, Corey this. was completely normal, completely normal day, and then he got a COVID test, and they they, I thought I heard like they weren't going as high into your nose anymore. They went so high up, and after that, the next four hours, Corey was just like. <laughs> <laughs> like it oh, fucked your nose up. Oh man. That's a
2: lie. I didn't, I was not. I sneezed three times after it happened. I didn't keep doing <laughs> it after that. I think
3: you had, I think it changed your, the course of your, of your nasal passages.
2: This is the first you've heard, this is the first I've heard of this. You didn't say any of this yesterday. Well, I sneezed I th- three times after it happened. But that was, I didn't, I didn't. I thought it still bothered that. you. It still, it bothered me for
3: longer than that.
2: It like, it sounds I'm, like I bothered you for the rest of no, the, no, you didn't with my bother me. Noises.
3: No, 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 no. I think you, it bothers the
2: 1st time hearing of it.
3: Oh, I, well then I think it happened to me as well. And I was like, Oh, I'm in solidarity. It's happening to Corey as well. Cause after that, oh. I don't know if you guys are a regular cocaine users out there. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, we were joking about how our, I was joking about how it's like, how it like, it just like, t- like the rest of the day had just like nasal drip. And people say, when you use cocaine, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to lie. I've done cocaine before. I've not done it a bunch, but I've done it. At least twice. And when you say before, you mean before we recorded. Before yeah. <laughs> we recorded today. Yes. But it like released like doing that that nasal passage thing that went so high up, it was like it was I like, like how, it was a like like drip how in the back.
1: St- when you started this story, uh, you weren't sure if you were gonna talk about your drug use. Were you like people <laughs> people have said that you get a drip and then you're just like, I'm not gonna lie, I've done it before. It's because I'm not good, it.
3: I'm not good at lying. And also I have nothing to be ashamed of. I've I I I, you know, I'm not... What I, if I, what if this
2: story was a vehicle to start where we'd be like, it messed up Corey's sinus passes, but you were like, I got to find some way to admit that I did cocaine. <laughs> so I'll talk about the fact that it messed up Corey's nose. Yeah, Who, What really? character
1: on Sex and the City cumulatively has done the most cocaine?
2: That we know of or that we're speculating? Um,
1: well, no, and I'm not talking I mean, about I think i a I'm talking that's, about that's no, a, no, no no i know specu- this is complete speculation like which which of the this main question characters... is the easiest
3: question anyone's ever said really it's so clear it's so it's written into the show lexi lexi well, uh,
2: lexi oh lexi featherstone yeah
3: the she's done the most cocaine
1: of anyone who appeared on the show maybe lexi wants you to think it that she Ooh. does the most cocaine well, she yeah, because she on did. On camera, she did it. Yeah, she's she I mean, like show.
3: she's like the guy that ate the most. Who's she's like Cody Chestnut or what's who's the guy that uh, <laughs> that, wh, who, that wins the most <laughs> hot dogs? It's like he like, wants you to think like he Kobayashi. wins the most, it's, and it's like
1: yeah, it's because he eats the most. It's his, like it's his not, name's his first name's definitely not Cody, but that's such a better name than <laughs> no. It's uh, but who's Cody Chestnut? That's someone, dude. I don't uh, know. I no. think I think it's Bunny because jo- I think Bunny. Joey I think Bunny has done the most she was, like, around when, like, it it was just, you did coke before tea. Like, in, like, in Cole afternoon. Porter times, just like. Yeah.
3: Give me some of that snuff there, lady.
1: Exactly. Dude, you think Bunny was getting, was, was pounding cocaine? 100%. Really? You think 100%. so? You yeah. think traded cocaine? A couple times. He, tr- he tried it two times. You and Trey have probably tried it the yeah. same amount of times That's, that's it. A, yeah. Um,
3: Dude,
1: also, Cody Chestnut. Cody
2: Chestnut was a guitarist oh, f- from that played, the roots he played in the roots he, yeah. he <laughs> when you were saying that i was like who is cody chestnut he played in the roots
3: No, yeah it, I, what i who i meant to say was
1: joey chestnut who right. wins who the, was the competitive the eater. competitive hot dog contest every year what yeah. What kind of food do you think uh cody chestnut can take down the most of Oh, uh,
2: he... <laughs> <laughs> what do you think i'm trying I mean, he's like, he's a kind of a thin guy. I think he seems like he's like one of those guys that, you know, like,
1: dude, he can food. just eat the most raw broccoli without like having to yeah. dip it in hummus or anything like that.
2: I feel like you would be at like a catering table at some movie that he's like doing music for or something like that. And you would get in some conversation with him about like Ayurvedic healing and like the benefits of being on a vegan diet and also like not eating nightshades. Like, he's like one of those guys that you could be like, <laughs> wow, dude. He's like, you know what? You can take down a lot of this certain leaf that you get in this other country. And you're like, you're very healthy. Cody chestnut. He's only like one of those guys. He doesn't seem like a guy that's going to take down 47 million hot dogs. All right.
3: He he hasn't had a fucking hit in 20 years. We're not wasting any more time talking about, talking about <laughs> Cody has been ch- chestnut. Okay. okay oh my gosh. Just because I, ch- Hey Cody, if you're listening, go fucking write a new song that someone's heard in the past yeah. 20 years. Okay? Cody. Oh my nut. gosh. <laughs> um, so, okay. so, Go ahead. We have we that was Whats up? Put, we well we we put up sometimes we put up things and ask for questions and people are like you're like oh here's this one thing obviously th- when we posted that we got responses for the um for just general questions about the final episode yeah big response so we have a yeah. lot of them and we also have a lot of time to fill and so we are going to meticulously <laughs> <laughs> well, don't well, don't show
2: our hand there well, so, so we now, finished the show and now, and now we've got to. i mean listen if what do you got? do you guys want what do you want you want recipes well, you want workouts yeah, we, you what said do you this want so we got so a lot of more
1: eloquently before. when we were talking about it. you're like we we talked to 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 jen kirkman and now like, we're going to talk to the fans and he's like uh we got a lot of time to waste yeah. let me let me let
2: me take this one let me just take the reins of this one and then you can go back to Calling Cody Chestnut a bastard or whatever you want to do. Um,
3: <laughs> it doesn't hurt but, any, and no one cares about that because no one knows who it is. And even after they they read his Wikipedia, they won't.
2: But until they see Seed 2.0, the root <laughs> song, and they'll be like, that guy. Um yeah, we we finished the show and we 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 had a whole episode where we were like, we watched the last one, we freaked out about it, you know, after we watched the last episode. We did uh we talked with one of our favorite guests, Jen Kirkman and did a whole follow-up with Kirkman. And now we want to talk to you, the listeners, who have sent us so many questions and who have been with us on this. And we want to we respond to your questions and
1: queries about the final episode. That, because was, that was so beautiful. That was so cool. Corey, thank you. Thanks. Kevin, can you hit, hit us with another TLDR? <laughs> What's that? I've seen that
2: This on. is what the podcast is from now on, by the way, guys
1: too long didn't no, I read. too long I, didn't too long listen didn't to Corey. Read. uh we're we're bored we got nothing to talk about so here's, here's I was making up and here's spinning spinning <laughs> yarn I
3: I I specifically meant that in that we aren't watching an
1: episode Yeah, yeah. so
3: we can we can tend we can tend to the garden <laughs> of our audience and and see see what sprouts we get from from that garden
2: I d- I do want to say before we do need to get into it but uh We have we we have future plans that don't involve watching the show now, which are we have some writers of the show that we're Mm -hmm. gonna interview. We've got other things coming up. Um, we do have time to fill, but there are like (laughs) plans and ways to do that. But we want to talk to we want to answer your questions before.
3: All right. I say we do this. I'll read one first, and then you can just go to the next one. And if we skip a question, we'll read all we will read all the questions, but if um but uh but yeah, if if it's just like a comment or something, wh- one of us we can go round table until we get to uh, uh until we Talking get to one. Point. like here we Perfect. go. Lind, uh, Lindsay Leanne said, "Would you have picked a different ending?" Ooh. Now that's interesting because there's what, a lot what of What would endings. be
1: can we just talk about like what what a different possible ending? What would have been a different possible acceptable ending to the show <clears throat> I mean, um, the, the one that comes to my mind is that she doesn't she doesn't end up with big. He kind of rescues her from Paris. He does go back to New York with her, but then tells him that once again that she is an untethered an unbridled horse that needs to roam the city that that would have been, uh, ending. It, going back to the horse thing from,
2: uh, bigs wedding or bigs engagement party. You mean like the yeah. unbridled horse at the, the horse and carriage deal?
3: Yeah. I wouldn't have. What? Yeah. I, I, I can see that. I, I, I would say that they kind of, I wouldn't have chosen that because I can kind of, like, they didn't go f- whole hog on the big thing. It's not like he like came up and they like walked into a restaurant together hand in hand. It's like, they had their connection and now it's like she's drop. he's dropping her off. Well, he's going to come upstairs for a little bit, yeah, right? abso-
1: abso- fucking yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but
3: it, but it's sort of like, um, it doesn't rely. It relies on him, like getting her and then giving it a shot. And so I'm kind of satisfied with the big ending because it was like, all right, they're going to give it another go, but it wasn't just like, oh my gosh, now that I have big, I'm happy. um, so I wouldn't have changed that, but I see where you're saying I, I can't imagine them breaking up again or them like yeah. bringing him back to for him to just be like, you got to run free. It's like, no, that wouldn't <laughs> that would have been weird.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: What if they would have just eloped in Paris? What about yeah. that? Like they Ooh. got married in Paris. <clears throat> well, that's why I think this one was like a good split the difference, because then it wasn't that Carrie needs big to be happy. It's like she needed to have the seed 2.0 with big <laughs> planted, but that not that be the reliance mm-hmm. on like her character becoming who her carries meant to be.
1: I mean, another story option is they could have gone up to the room and he could not have tripped. They could have gotten into a physical altercation with Alexander Petrovsky. Big could have mm-hmm. thrown him out of a window. He would have fallen six stories and impaled himself on the fence. On outside a the hotel. Oil, yeah. And then the rest of the series could then been fleeing from law enforcement agencies and Interpol across Europe. You know what? I'll say this: I would have. I think they could
3: have really uh, executed him getting, um, them getting to the room and having a real funny, like super cringy but funny, and ultimately like high stakes thing if he got to the room. And like, I don't know, big ends up buying a painting of his or something like, <laughs> I, you know, like I, I think it, it Petrovsky's kind of heartbroken now, too. We got to think about him. All right. Just because just he hit true. someone doesn't mean you can't be heartbroken. Okay? It just
1: ends. It ends with Carrie once again, sitting at that bench in the museum as big as just walking around looking at paintings with Petrovsky. Just <laughs> being
3: like, I like this. The tone of this. <laughs> I liked uh, the end. I thought it was perfect. I, I we would have if we I didn't like the ending, we would have talked about it last week.
1: What about? Yeah, I don't think I would have chosen a different one. What about someone not big going to Paris to get her? Like, what about Miranda going to get Carrie and bringing bringing their girl home, or or all the or all the women going to Paris to get her? Uh, Here is what I would have liked. Now you get a chat and chew in a cafe. What I would have liked is if. Big's
3: plane got rerouted. Okay. Mm -hmm. He can't fly into Paris. He, it ends up having to fly into, you know, like Bordeaux or some other place. And then he has to do what, uh, Kevin's mom from Home Alone does. And he He has to hop in the back of a truck with like French John Candy. And he's just like, I gotta get to my girl. And he's just like, he's in a French jazz band just being like, uh, yes. So you love this woman. And he's like, I've got to get there. And he's like, let me play this. And then like some lady singing Edith P off and he's just like having the best time. And then (laughs) when he goes out and like gets the girl, he's just like, he's like, listen, it's the, 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 the the city of love. You must find her. And then like big just has like, just back and forth with them just having the best road trip of all time.
1: That that would be great too. Uh, I think I think. Long story short, for all of us, is we are all very satisfied with the ending. I was extremely satisfied with the ending. I'm I'm glad yeah. it ended the way it did. It was perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. Next question. <clears throat> uh,
2: there's one from a former guest, not a former guest, just a guest on our podcast, Anna Roisman. She just says, "Are you okay?" <laughs> uh, sh- shout out to Anna Royceman. Go listen to her episode. I would say we're okay, but you know what? I will say this, Kevin. I think we talked the next day. I do remember both of us being like, "You, you and I texted the next day."
3: And you were like, "Can I share this?" Yeah, text. Yeah, tell everyone. Tell everyone. Hey, I've done cocaine two times, and also I texted <laughs> this to Corey the next day.
2: Just share. You it just all. texted me. The, you just hey. texted me the next day to just say that. Just say uh, exactly what I said. You just said I woke up sad.
0: <laughs> <Aww>.
2: <laughs> and then I said, "Why?" Oh no, well then I said, "Well, guess what? I wake up sad every day. So get used to it." Aww. And then and then but it was it was a joke. I don't wake up sad every day. Um and then I was like, "No, why?" because we finished the show and you were like, "I don't know. I'm not sure." But it did make me think about I The day after we did this, I was, I was working on some other thing and had stuff to work on. But as I was doing that, I was like, oh yeah, my head has been in this place of working on this other stuff. And like, I realized like we did, there's never going to be a time that we can go back. Mm -hmm. Not only have that we hadn't watched the show, we hadn't watched the show together. So like in her thing of being like, are you okay? I'm like, I did think that day as I was like working on other stuff, I was like, oh man, we're done yeah like what the heck you know
3: yeah i think i mean Corey and i have have done a bunch of like big shows before and there's always like a post-show depression that is like you know that is probably after any big event even like Mm -hmm. people say in like january people get more depressed because it's like right after the holidays and then you're back to normal Mm -hmm. and so i think there was some of that and there was also a little bit of like a um our conversations were really good. And then we're like deeply dissecting how we felt about these characters. And then you're sort of like, Oh man, like I want to, I want to fall in love. Like I want to get, uh, like I want to have that experience. Like, I don't know. That's like why people get invested in it. And so I think there was a thing mm-hmm. of like, I've mm-hmm. never, I've never been so deeply invested in what's essentially a romantic comedy. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. it is like, this has all the the ingredients of like a little bit of When Harry Met Sally and a little bit of this, a little bit of that, only over a little bit of friendship. You know, it has all these like different ingredients, but essentially it's like about friendship and love and all this stuff. So that's why I woke Mm -hmm. up sad. And you know what? Here's the thing. I'm untouched with my emotions enough to reach out to my friend and know that he's going to say, hey, I got you. And you know what Corey and I did? Yesterday, we went on a fucking date to Bear Mountain. We went hiking. We talked about Ooh. our lives. We got COVID tests. We got COVID I tests together. That.
1: We just railed we a COVID bunch of cocaine been- at the top of Bear Mountain. <laughs> There's like, Corey, Corey bugged you the rest of the ride home, clearing his throat, apparently. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I probably did that. I do that stuff without really realizing that I'm doing it. So I probably did. But yeah, we, we got in touch with our emotions. We had some great talks. And you know. This all brought us together. Do you it think really
1: that? I think do I you me- think I, that you would have done that Bear Mountain trip, had those nice talks, and done that friend date had you not done the Bradshaw boys. Um,
2: probably. Okay. Just because we were doing that stuff before the Bradshaw boys, but I think it gives us more stuff to talk about. Yeah.
3: I yeah. think I it know. informed it, it, our it's conversation. It's, it's,
2: it's, it's. I think it totally informed our conversation, and I think I mean we've talked about this on the podcast before, but. You know, Kevin and I, all three of us were friends before when Kevin and I were doing a show together. So we were always having to be in touch about something, but the podcast has had a reason for all of us to be in touch at least once a week, usually many more times. So like, I think we probably would have gone upstate, but I think we were way more in touch because yeah, we'd been talking about this all the time.
3: I think we also specifically, uh, I don't think this is divulging too much but I think we specifically had a conversation of what we're looking for in 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 love and a few of those mm-hmm. conversations revolved around Harry Goldenblatt and a few other different characters (laughs) were like you know it's like sometimes it'd be like that and it's like and it might not be exactly what you're looking for it's like this is no microphones (laughs) just me and Corey walking through a forest
2: (laughs) (laughs) just that's 100 true yeah oh
1: man i i I love i love the idea of like some group of girls hiking behind you just listening to you and be like are they they, i think they're talking about sex in the city they're definitely talking about sex in the city yeah
2: Um, why does that one guy keep clearing his throat
1: uh, it's me, Kira Jader, Jaderice jadirisi said. Who's Jaderici. your all-time favorite character? Gosh, all-time favorite character.
2: Damn, it's it's such it's so tough. There's like you know, Turtle Tob comes in there <laughs> in the in the running. Bernie Turtle Tob, Bernie T. <sighs> BT. Um, I mean, Steve is a strong, strong Steve one. Is very obviously, strong. Um, it's almost like you need
1: different tiers for people. You know? Yeah, like no, your I know. Mean, one-offs. So, like, when I, whenever I ask these questions, I like prefacing it with, "Like, your answer can change. No yeah. one's gonna, no one is gonna okay. like legally bind you to what you say and rub <laughs> it in your Thank face man. the next week. Be like, no, you, sh- you said Steve. Like, you have to stick by Steve." But if you just had this, like in this moment, right now, looking back, favorite mm-hmm. character, Kevin, who is it? Go.
3: It's gotta go. I gotta go. Goldenblatt. I gotta say, like mm-hmm. one one of the great characters written, one of the great like romantic um, partners for a person is like. Th- think about. I mean, truly think about this. You set up a character who literally needs their life fulfilled like this is not just charlotte but there are millions of fans who saw her get fucking destroyed by trey and as a as a show runner and creator they have to write a character and then cast a character that lives up to fan and fan expectation for a character that is like this person has to satisfy one of our four ladies like that is a tall order yeah. And for him to go down as, and, and listen, like you can try and do that. And there's, but they try and do that all the time on like friends and different places. And there's fan backlash for you to be able to set the high of expectations and then meet them with someone who, by the end of the series, you're just like, what a, what a great guy. And also mm-hmm. it seemed realistic. It not seem like total fan service to just be like, we just unreal. Like he's, he's flawed. He's interesting. He's whatever. And, I I think he's just like just one of the great characters to like come into a a series pretty late and have you really like fall in love with them.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Corey, do you have one? Is it Steve? No, it's not Steve.
2: Um, I really, I was really thinking about this. I have two that I am. Oh, I have two that I am just like so torn between. What are they? Um, Who are they? So I'm going to, I'm going to say the one that I'm picking and then the one that I was torn between it's Charlotte. Charlotte is favorite character I feel like she's so fully developed and realized and you if you look at her over the whole series but the one I was really torn with is Trey
3: because if you say
2: who's your favorite character I mean listen people can hate Trey and this is why I didn't pick him I can't tell if it's just Kyle McLaughlin is so good yeah but like Trey is a freaking fun
3: character
2: (laughs) yeah I mean incredible magazine cardboard baby but also, like coming back at the end at the photo shoot, giving her the apartment, but just being like the biggest weirdo. Like, he's such a fun freaking
3: character. He really is. Also, to, yeah, I think I like where your head's at because it's like how many, how many, like, he'd already been on Twin Peaks and these writers get to be like, you get to play mm-hmm. this like perfectly put together surgeon. who, like, they have this perfect romantic meeting on the street, and then a few episodes later, he's got his pants down, just, like, jerking it in a bathroom, (laughs) and it's, like, it's so... That'd be so fun. He'd be a fun character to
1: write. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. I gotta go... All Charlotte-based
3: characters right now. Charlotte and two... Charlotte... Yeah, that's true. Yeah.
1: I mean, I think I would would probably also say Harry, but for the sake of conversation, I'm gonna go with Samantha. I think Mm. Samantha Mm. truly, like, my preconceived connotations of Samantha were that was that she was just like this fly by night kind of character with no soul. And like, just like she was just like the, the shock value of the show and seeing her friend up and seeing her deal with um, the cancer, seeing her be extremely loyal, seeing her fall in love with Smith, uh, seeing her in professional settings and then also nail, the, like ridiculous scenarios that she was in i i don't think the show i, I think don't think that they could have done the show without any of the characters like they they all played an important role but samantha's for me was right now just so incredible so yeah sam i'm a sam sam guy i'm a sam man sam man um Sam
3: man we have um j jpg gypsy said do you have tissues Um, we did and we cried a little bit and that also Mm -hmm. I think could go right into this from our, our friends at every outfit on SATC. Um, they said, did you, did Miranda saying, go get your girl, give you fucking chills or what? Yeah. And I feel like, I feel like we, we all said that we didn't, we didn't have tears fall, but we definitely got chills a bunch. That was a big chill moment. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah
1: and I then, think it, was it was that top top three favorite moments in the in the show um, it was for me for sure uh, i it, it was seeing big sheepishly sheepishly walk in there and then seeing them talk about Carrie and then just go go get our girl. It just it was I loved it. Yeah. yeah all
2: I'd say I'd say that scene was because I think you just see him big like own it too. That was a great scene. Yeah. Yeah. Also I I think, that was top three. I think
1: favorite scene in the show, looking back at the show as a whole, is when Charlotte looks at the picture of their baby and says, That's that's our baby. Like that 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 mm. line and scene right there was ooh, tissues. Hmm.
3: I I think um it's really fun to kind of see two characters like there's like a um whole like seinfeld episode when like george and elaine hang out without jerry and they just talk about jerry the whole time and that was kind of um that was kind of fun because it was like oh yeah everything is between big and carrie and it wasn't long and sure he's met them before but it was fun after a long time to not have carrie be the connector and just like have big with the friends and i think that is essential to their relationship being strong is him earning their trust again. So mm-hmm. I think that that was really cool. And that, that was like a, that was a great moment. We talked about it before, but also when, you know, Charlotte and the baby moment like that, that was another one that gave me big time oh, chills. Man. Yeah. And then also, you know, just like, I don't know, the camera crane going up at the end, just sort of like the last shot. You're just like, fuck, they nailed that.
1: Uh, J Dalia three said, "Are you having Jen Kirkman join again?" <clears throat> too late. I already did. Too late. Absolutely.
3: Absolutely. Fucking- loo- loo- we fucking did. Absolutely. <laughs> um.
1: Um.
2: Oh, we talked about this a little bit, so we don't have to spend a ton on this. But Coco Masala said, "Was the slap intentional?" Hmm. We talked about this on the last one, and we talked about this with Kirkman. Um. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. But like what we talked about was there was already some struggle going on and I don't think it was a slap, but I think it was almost like a get off me. Like kind of like throwing your hands up, like just let me. And in doing that kind of lose control a little bit. And like, I don't think he was like, I'm going to slap you. But I think, I think in real life it was like, probably like all right all right let's chill out a little bit and i think in the like show it's like a bellwether of like this is another strike thing yeah.
1: it wasn't regardless inde- of <laughs> regardless of whether or not the slap made contact i think that kevin brought up a great point that energy and that like quick aggression is something that probably should not be found in a relationship so like mm, yeah. i think i think that was that it was interesting that it ended in an accidental slap but that like jerking away and 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 negative energy was is something that i don't think should happen
3: it wasn't intentional but it was preventable
1: mm. holy cow man good mm-hmm.
3: good 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 words did you
1: did you get that from your from your walk dr phil dr, dr. Phil. phil got it he just gave oh. he,
3: tough love i do that's what petrovsky needs some tough love um we got a uh a, <laughs> alexander a great...
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alexander, you you can't do that in a relationship. What if
1: someone just said, those are light boxes? Those <laughs> are just light boxes. Would you slap them? No. <laughs> no. You,
0: why did you just leave her alone at the museum? <laughs> she was sitting there alone. And And by the way, Carrie, you can't smoke in there. That's a museum. <laughs>
1: Dude, new podcast idea. Dude. You just do Dr. Phil voice and recap every single episode.
0: <laughs> hey, that's not how you kiss. You don't lick her face.
1: We Buy can't do kissing nice lessons. Trey?
0: Not a not a cardboard baby. That's not a joke that's a real woman right that you look at her and you apologize
3: (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh dude (laughs) sex in the city three doctor they go on dr phil they like oh man
1: oh my God. Oh, that's so good <laughs> you go oh get gosh, your girl so funny. i can't believe that dude fucking <laughs> that's his job i understand smoking weed i understand wanting some chicken but the combination of those two things that guy is a loser <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> that's not who you want to spend
0: your life with a <laughs> bum shacking up with a bum look <laughs> at him <laughs> Yeah, you're gonna have fun, but that's that's not who you wanna raise kids with. <laughs> 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 all right. Oh my um, all
1: right. S S H H E AJEEA88 says, Does the show go against its initial message that women don't need men to be happy?
3: No, if you're listening to this podcast, you fucking know the answer. You need Men to be happy no, I'm getting
1: <laughs> I'm getting dr. Phil come on <laughs> um one so plus I'm, one equals two you need each other <laughs> i'm gonna read what I wrote the notes I took for um okay. Carrie's last quote, but I think mm, she she okay. uh, you know addresses that like where is it? you guys talk about talk amongst yourselves. I, I in sh- in short, you can't like.
3: No exterior thing can make you happier. You can make be happier, but a man can't make you happy any more than a woman can make you happy, because that's yeah. not the one thing. Like it, it, you have to have some some level of fulfillment without that. And so yeah. I feel like if that's your if that's your answer, if you think that's your answer, you'll be disappointed by just like everything. You know, yeah, yeah. she
1: said she said in relationships there's some that are new and exotic, those that are old and familiar, those that bring up lots of questions, unexpected, far from where you started. There are those mm-hmm. that bring you back. The most exciting, challenging relationship relationship of them all is the one you have with yourself. And if you find someone to love the you you love, well, that's just fabulous. So I think she says it. Like the most important thing for a man or a woman is To love yourself, to have a a healthy, solid relationship with you yourself first, and then if you can find someone who loves that version of you, that's fabulous. So, um, sorry,
2: didn't you say that in our final talk, John? I believe you said that. Maybe even before the Carrie quote, you said something about that, about saying like you have to love yourself before you're in a relationship.
1: Possibly. I mean, I think that's yeah. I mean, I think I think that's incredibly true. I think Dr. Phil or any relationship expert would, would, uh, agree. You have to, if you don't love yourself, you are not going to be able to love someone else. Period. Full stop. No. Hmm. And on top of that,
3: if you don't love yourself, it's not going to come out like, Oh, I'm kind of not happy. I feel like sometimes like if you're like, man, I would, I sure would like a boyfriend or husband or wife or girlfriend or something. As time goes by, it's going to come out in ways that are like, you know, self-destructive things, whether it's like, you know, dealing with, you know, not like clinical depression, but like covering that those feelings up of like being depressed and like not pursuing things you want to pursue or drinking or, uh, or hooking up with people too much or, um, you know, or just, I don't know, letting your dreams die or whatever like it's mm-hmm. not just going to be like i i feel like if you're in the position to say like i would i would like a person to be with that is different than thinking like a relationship will fulfill you yeah. Like yes i i think like the people that i've seen that like that's all they want like i don't know you put your hopes on anything and that doesn't get there like it can get pretty dark if you're not working on yourself um I know, I think we all know people that it's like, we're a little older now, but people that had like a rough time in their twenties or like mid thirties and like have given up by this point. And a, that I know some people that aren't going to find people in that position, but also like hang out with a darker crowd. And really it's like, come on, you got like something to live for. So I don't mean for that to get too dark, but it's like, you want to take care of yourself, not just for it being physically, but also mentally. So yeah. that hopefully you end up finding like a other healthy person, mm-hmm. um, not just like, I don't know, hanging out in, you know, I don't know, letting yourself go in all those different ways. Then you're going to meet like a shittier person who's probably, you know, I don't know, that got well, dark.
2: this is listen you guys should have come on the hike yesterday this is like this i feel like we said all our stuff on the hike and you know like the stuff we're saying on the hike was gold now we're just this is just the 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 chips in the pan after we pan for gold no but like i um i that didn't really make sense but uh i uh (laughs) i i know what you're saying in the sense that like the carry the carry thing for as much as Carrie gets flack for being, you know, self-centered or like, I was going to say like, you know, self-centered or kind of flighty or whatever. I do think that that quote like does ring true for good advice. Cause I think like what you're saying is right, Kevin, if you're just like, at some point you're that it's like what we're saying that, relationship is never going to fill that hole and Mm -hmm. so you do need to be like things are going to be up and down for the rest of your life no matter what you Mm -hmm. know and you got to be okay and you you can't put the weight of that on another person so even though like my initial reaction and this is i don't know where this comes from maybe from like how i was raised whatever but my initial reaction to being like the most important relationship is with yourself. My initial reaction is like, no, that's not true. That's selfish. That's completely like self-centered and, and person-centered, like focusing on yourself. But then it's, I actually, when we pick it apart, I think it's true, is that you can't, it's like the, um, being on an airplane and putting your mask on thing. It's like, you can't really help other people you're yeah. supposed to put your oxygen mask on first before you go do that to other people. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that like your relationship with yourself trumps everything in every scenario. Yeah. It just means I- that you got to have, you got to have to be able to do some like healthy self work and understand where you're going so that you can like rightly relate to others.
1: Yeah. And I that's think like re-
2: always going to be a bit of a, it's going to be work. I think. Yeah.
1: I think a, re- a relationship is to individuals uh, trying to make one thing work and you have to love both parts of the relationship in order for the relationship Mm. to work. So like Mm -hmm. you can, you can approach it be like, I'm going to be unselfish and just love this other person. But eventually that's going to, that's going to put too much weight and pressure on the relationship. And I think it's going to fall through, but there's also like, you're right. I think it can, it's kind of like a bit of a razor's edge where it can fall into selfishness. And I do Mm -hmm. think Carrie is for the most part, a selfish person. I don't think, I don't necessarily know if that's because she loves herself. I think that might just be who she is where she prioritizes herself in inappropriate times over other people. But Mm -hmm. um, I think that's definitely something to be cognizant of. Is that this can oscillate too far into a selfishness zone? Probably <clears throat> pretty easier than someone who is wired, you know, not not selfish. So I don't know. Yeah. Interesting stuff to, to to think about.
3: All right, I have uh, yeah. I have a number of ones that are that I'm going to mash all into one because a bunch of people asked about it. Um, yeah. which those, is yeah. um, a bunch of people want to know what we thought about the name um big's I, name Big's, big's name. name the the Garbage. name was
1: awful it was horrible <laughs> what why john you're probably, john you're a john it's such a boring name like his name should have been demetrius or something like that like what are like, like Bertrand. John? and i think yeah. part of it like we talked is like we're watching the show after the fact like maybe if it was like night of and it revealed it, it would be really fun to see but like i just it wasn't it didn't do anything for me
2: Hmm. What if his last name was actually Bigglesworth,
1: and that's what <laughs> oh Mister Big was
2: short for? So his name was like Mister John Bigglesworth. I'm John that Bigglesworth.
3: That's why. That's I'm John why.
2: Bigglesworth. Is it just because he's tall? That's it. No, I think it's because he's like he's like Mister Big. He's like and he's the, like the big. Like, he's like a big shot. Okay, yeah, he's like a big shot. Exactly.
1: Um, okay. More rapid fire questions. Hmm. Do you think uh, this is from Victoria? And Yang and C. Thomas one, one, two, two said, do you think, uh, carrying big belong together? Yes. Yeah, I do. Absolutely.
3: I agree. Yep. Um, <laughs> here's a, um, here's a good one. What kind of love are you guys looking for? Ooh. Well, I'll tell you what I'm looking for. Unbelievable. Uncontrollable. What's, what's her quote? What does she say? oh yeah hold on Carrie Indida- Brad. indescribable, unforgettable love um is that is that what she says no, she says, um i have the i have the uh i have the
2: clip here keep, keep talking I'll see if I can find it
3: well, I mean, the thing that Carrie says, which is really great is um is that I do think it says i'm looking for some i am someone who is looking for love real love ridiculous inconvenient consuming can't live without each other love and i don't think that love is in here i think um that if you've listened to the podcast like you've heard this throughout but like john and katie have that but it's it is not it's it's cool on the day to day and one of the things Corey and I said on our date yesterday but it's like Gosh, such companionship I think the older you get the more it's it's like Carrie kind of has that with Mr. Big like that's what it feels like to have all consuming love and it's like that how has that worked out it's not always been fun right like yeah. and I think that um, the type of love that is really special and I've seen it in my parents and like the relationships that I like, and this is what I would hope for Carrie and big in 20 years Mm -hmm. is like, they're like when he's reading the newspaper, you know, that picture, whatever episode they're just like, he's reading the newspaper and they're in bed together. Yeah. yeah, Like, yeah. Yeah. I hope that Carrie appreciates moments like that rather than remembering the times that it's like big came to Paris and he grabbed me and that, that it's like, you no, know, it's like in bed reading the newspaper. Like those were those great moments that you had, and yeah. and w- <clears throat> chasing the thrill
1: is something that is always going to wear off. Yeah, and so I think Steve I mean, I, does I, so much of a better job embodying that love than Big does, and same with Harry. Like, yeah, I, I think Carrie and Big should end up together, but like, like she's with big because he's a billionaire has a personal driver and like <laughs> can afford to go get her in Paris. Like, but also they, I think they do like make each other laugh. I think they do have yeah, this like, that weird is true. chemistry
2: that works with the two of them. I don't know if it's, you know, great with everybody, but I think that they do have some sort of connection. Now those perks are, she probably really enjoys those and he enjoys having, you know, a, a beautiful, Writer girlfriend who's very into fashion, so it's like I think those aspects probably match up for both of them, you know. But I think that I think that they do have some like personal things that are together. I don't think that's the only reason, I guess, is what I'm
1: saying. uh but. Let's do let's do two more questions. Okay.
2: Do you have any you've been
1: ironing? Iron. Uh, there's one that I was
2: eyeing. Um It says, "How do you feel about uh, this?" Is uh, Tony Julie Tony L four? Ooh. She says she says uh, how do you feel about the scene where Carrie yells at Big in the street? This is when mm-hmm. Carrie's like on her way to her goodbye dinner with her friends and then Big shows up and she's like you always show up, you always do this. Like I have to go. I can't talk to you like that one. Um I thought it was really good. I've I have uh I I feel like I have been in intense relationship discussions in the street before and like they're not fun (laughs) um but like they're needed and like people have to be honest you know and i think that that was like a good showing of i think that was like a good showing of like uh, one reality and also like if you live in new york city and i'm sure it happens in other cities where people walk around a lot um you see discussions on the street all the time
3: that's one of the funniest parts about living in new york
2: i mean that's like i i when i was saying like i've been in discussions before i like i was like oh i'm i am that person it's you know like i'm that person that everyone's looking at now where it's like me and you know someone are fighting on the street or whatever but i think that that was like a good show of reality and it was also a good show of um of carrie even even though she was wrong where she was going of like putting her foot down to just yeah. be like, listen, I listen, I'm sorry. I made up my mind. I'm, I'm moving on and you always do this and I don't know what it is, but you, uh, you know, you keep doing this. So I think it was, I think it was a good, I think it was a great scene. And I think, I think that probably brought big to the dinner with the girls where he was like, yeah. look, I've screwed up. I feel like I can just waltz in here and fix things or not even fix things. Just do what I want. And I've realized I can't
3: do that. That's my yeah. take. Um, I think uh, I love that scene. And I think that every relationship that is going to survive the ups and downs that big has like it needs, needs those moments on the street, you know, like, <laughs> You need, you you can't have them all the time and hopefully they're not on the street, but like you need, like sometimes those moments to air those long held grievances are necessary. Mm -hmm. And even like, you know, everybody has those, like the, those are the, when you're scared or those are the things that when you're saying like, you know, she's not saying like, come towards me, but she is saying like, she's sending him a warning that it's like, if you proceed You need Mm -hmm. to fucking know this, you know, like, Mm -hmm. um, and she probably couldn't articulate the fact that deep down she still cares about him, but she needed to be like, you need to know, I I don't know. Like she had to do that in order to be okay with him showing up in Paris. Am I going to think,
1: do you think if she would have said that or like, say she would have said that in the second season, do you think they would have ended up together sooner? Like, do you think Uh, she kind of needed to put that ultimatum? Um, I don't. On him, just be like, "Stay away from me. We are done." Because I, I can't remember no. her aggressive. I mean, I guess she said it to him after the Aiden thing when we're like, "We're done. We're over. We're more than we're, a, more, like, we, we're so over." There's no word for like, we need a new word. So for I guess, over. I guess that's not the first time she's told him. to but to, this was the
2: first time it was in like that level of like, I'm not joking. Like that's this. I don't know if if he would have said that in the second. She would have said in the second season. I don't know if it would have worked because I think. The, the timing of two people is such a like specific thing. Yeah. And you're like, he, he had to like get married and then like that she, not work out. She had to throw his wife back, down the stairs, knock throw, out her yeah, teeth, get his wife's teeth knocked
1: out by the ruid woman room. Her, he lov- her, her lovely her lunch. Dude, he probably had
2: I, to, he probably I, had to drunkenly berate Raul a million times.
3: How God, poor Raul. Think about this. How absolutely, you know, when you like see like what an ex is up to and you're just like, Oh, what a fucking bitch. Or like <laughs> if it's a girl and it's just like oh oh,
2: what? <laughs> it's it's so honest and true. I just didn't
3: expect that was like the words you were gonna say. <laughs> just imagine. I mean, listen, everyone listen everyone listening, just come with me. Imagine what it's like to move on with your life, and then you're just yes. like scrolling through Instagram and you're on so, oh. like someone else's thing, and then all of a sudden you're Natasha. And then you just mm-hmm. see Big and Carrier engaged, you'd be like,
1: "Fuck!" Oh off. man, hundred <laughs> percent. Just like you would be like, "Fucking dude!" They should have given us. They should have given us a Natasha reaction gif, just oh, like one, my. just her being like, "Oh my gosh!" Like that's yeah. so funny. Just 90%. the most justified. Like, are you fucking yeah. kidding me? Dude, just more <laughs> salt than the Morton's plant. Just like, she's so <sighs> upset. I wonder, I,
2: I don't know if we find out about it, you know, in the movies, but like, I wonder when, I wonder like what Natasha is up to, who she ended up with. She seems like she would like, she seems like she would like marry she, like a pro athlete or something like, like Tom that. Brady. Like she seems like Tom Brady. I was I was about to say Tom Brady. She seems like she'd yeah. marry Tom Brady. She married Tom Brady um, in real life.
1: So the last question I have. Uh, <laughs> Wait, did she really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh,
2: yeah, that's right. She did. <laughs> I and then Tom, like, Tom I Brady pulled Giselle, a big yeah. on
1: her with uh, Yeah, and then Tom Brady Giselle. knocked her freaking teeth out and got Giselle. Um, so the last question is, we, we still have a lot of people saying, what's coming next? What's after What's after the movies? What are you, what well, are you boys doing when, when this is done? We're not just going to waste time, like like no. uh, Kevin alluded to. We have a plan. Uh, we're gonna fill do. Time. I didn't say waste time. I said fill. Time. He said fill time. <laughs> we will yeah, be filling gonna, time. We're but gonna it will uh, be intentional. We're gonna continue uploading episodes to our Patreon. Uh, we are gonna watch the movies. Obviously, uh, we have a lot of very special guests committed to doing we the do. show. We have writers. We have some more uh, actors and, and people who were on the show. And then, just like all of you fans, we're gonna rewatch the show. You can't absorb everything there is to absorb on just one. Watching of Sex in the City. We are going to watch it. We're going to rewatch it. We are going to, now that we've seen it, we can, we can even plan our episodes a little bit more about what we're going to talk about. I'm particularly mm-hmm. going to try to focus on the fashion. I feel like we missed so much of the fashion the first time around trying to dial into, to the, to the story arc. And this time I want to highlight mm-hmm. some of the fashions, some of the, uh, the scenery and, and, and areas they are in New York and just, uh, Rewatch it with a fresh set of lenses. I don't know what do I mean, you guys what think? If, what if we? What if
2: we each had an area we focused on? And yeah, and we would have to do research, and we would. It would be like, all right, let's go to the fashion angle. Oh, that's yeah. what I'm talking
1: sure. about. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. So I think that's so, good. Um, it would be a self improvement project. I d- and I'm 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 saying this because it would teach us. It would each. It would teach each of us, like about things like you have talked. A lot of times, how you're like, I love getting clothes from Costco, but it's like you would learn, it's, it, you would still appreciate a bargain and getting clothes from Costco, but like you would probably learn so much more about the fashion world. We one all of, would.
1: One of us has to, we each have to do something from the show. I have to up my fashion game. <laughs> Kevin, you have to sleep with as many different people as Samantha does in the show.
3: Yep. It's my cross to bear. <laughs> but i do but i'll do it with pride and I'll do, it, uh, I'll do it at pride
2: and i yeah exactly and i have to convert to judaism you have to, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right fine i'll do it all right exactly i'll do it um but yeah that's that's uh, a taste of some of the things um coming up stick with us though we're, we're here for you all first our, our our fans that we appreciate so very much and uh we're going to continue uh, diving deeper into the wonderful world that is sex and the city fandom, which we are so lucky to be a part of.
3: Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. It's so fun. This, like you all made it, made it as, as fun as, um, as it was like, I don't know. It felt like we were watching it with our friends. So thanks for following with totally. us. Totally.
2: Yeah. Give reading through all these, all these responses and, and there being questions that are like, um, there are being questions that are like personal questions too, being like what are you guys looking for and just like, you know, any of that is really cool and it actually makes us feel like we have a little a community, a yeah. community. Um hey, I'm going to I'm going to ask for a one word answer on this uh this final question. Okay. Um th- this is from Lady Claire. It says what do you three think of Carrie in the last ep? Versus carry in the first step. Weaker, stronger,
3: other. Um,
1: Man.
2: That's a good question. That's a great question. Um, I'll go first, and you guys can think. I'm going to say stronger. I'm going to say stronger, and I, I guess I'll say we can say one word, and then you could give one sentence to to do it. I'll say stronger, and I'll say because of more experience still has some of the same pitfalls, but like more self-realization. That's where I'm falling
3: on that one. I, I'm going to say stronger because I feel like we got to know who she was over the years, but it's like, um, and we pick on Carrie sometimes, but for the most part, it's like, she's been through a lot. And I would say, if, if I could see what Carrie Bradshaw would be up to over the next 10 years, it would be better than her last 10 years, how she was as a person. I think she'd yeah. be stronger and less selfish and, and more knowledgeable and kinder and, and all that stuff. So I, I would say stronger.
1: I'm going to say other. I don't know. What, I don't know what my other word is. I mean, I think Carrie's in a very similar spot than she was in their first episode. I think like if you would have gone and looked at the 10 years or like the six years prior to the first episode, they probably would have looked very similar to the season that the six seasons that we watched. I think that her by nature, she's a she's she's a volatile person. And that's what makes her column interesting. Uh, You know, she's she's back upstairs with big, but we're not sure if they're going to they're going to make it. I mean, I know they do in the movies, but she's she's back smoking cigs. Uh, and, uh, I, th- I don't know. I think she's like in a, in a similar spot and that is not, I, I, this was a 30 seconds of thought that I've put towards this. Mm. Um, so I don't know if I can back it up, but that's just my feeling. I Kevin and I, I think are, are,
2: are definite. We weigh on the idealist side and you are the logic side. <laughs> You're not the logic side. You weigh on the logic side, I guess is what I'm saying. And we found that through the podcast. That's
3: hey, also guys, started. we, we got, um. We got uh, so we got one, two, we got like twelve new reviews since our last episode. Whoa. Megan Trox, Molly ES, TX Rachel T, J Curl, Jules, L Ellen Archie and Barry and Birdie. That's what someone's name. Is that from a show? Ellen Archer and Barry and Birdie. I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to watch that show. But thank you all for doing five thank you so much. reviews and um that was so nice and if you haven't uh please go do it but that's awesome usually we have a, a few every week but we have like 10 new ones so thank you
1: oh that's so nice yeah do that
2: uh do that do that uh, subscribe to our pa- do that and what else bro subscribe to our patreon for more great apps follow us on Spotify. follow us on itunes and uh just keep sending us stuff send we us an email
1: send
3: us an email send us an email we'll read it and we'll talk about it yeah cool. Bye. Later.
1: Later, taters. Later taters. The Bradshaw Boys stars Corey Cabin, Kevin James Doyle, and John Sieber. The show is produced by me, Jeremy Balin, and narrated by Katie Sieber. This podcast is part of the Seltzer Kings Network. Check out all their great podcasts at seltzerkings.com. You can find the boys on their socials at The Bradshaw Boys or on their website at thebradshawboys.com. And as always, if you see them in the street, tip your glass. Thanks for listening.